Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, we are going to do it again. Hi, everybody. Final seconds of the Kings game, and they are in trouble. And uh, first of all, it's just great to be able to do this. I'm grateful for your support, the fact that there's interest enough where you want to come on and talk about uh, game one. We'll get to uh, the Kings uh, in just a second. We'll get to all the other uh, NBA scores. And the Kings may very well be wasting uh, a really good game from De'Aaron Fox. Now, he did turn the ball over quite a bit. Uh, but the game's not over yet, all right? So let's just wait and see uh, what happens. But it's great to have you on board right here. And the the game for an opening night game has had quite an atmosphere, all right? And the three-point shooting has been pretty awesome, all right? That's the one thing, you know, the three-point shooting. I mean, look at Fox and, and, and Herter, right? Five of eight, seven of nine. I mean, that's big-time shooting right there. You know, as a team, the Kings are at just under uh, 42%. And the Blazers have really not gotten the type of game that you would expect from Damian Lillard. I mean, his three-point shooting has been dreadful. Has been dreadful. Uh, One of eight uh, from downtown. So we'll see what happens. If you want to come on, you know the routine. You hit your hand icon. uh, We will do it. All right, so. Here's a couple of other things that would make me, again, it's one game and it's not over yet. I just, I talk about defense, right? And I spent some time talking about this with Jerry Reynolds today on my YouTube live show. And what concerns me is the fact that you talk about defense, 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 right? That's all you talk about. And we hear about, you know, you're going to play defense and you're going to play defense and you're going to play defense. And then you come out and you allow, what, 32 points in the first quarter? Like, wait a minute. I thought this was going to be a defensive team. Like, how does that happen? Like, that shouldn't happen. That should not happen. Plain and simple. Should not happen. Should not happen. Should not happen. So, again... I want to hear from you. We're going to get the show rolling. The game will be over in a minute. Let's get to Jeff. Jeff, thanks very much. Uh, I really appreciate you chiming in here on our Kings post game show. Well, thanks for being with us, Grant. I mean, uh, I mean, Katie, Katie's been carrying the load tonight. Uh, hey, I, I don't want to talk about the announcers, okay? Uh, please don't go there for me, all right? I don't want to do that now. I've been doing that for two years, and I, you know how much I appreciate you, right? I don't, I don't announce the games for the Kings anymore. I'm not going to bag on the people that do. 
If you want to watch it, fine. If not, fine. But I'm not, I, you know what I mean? And I don't mean to be rude to you because you know how much I, I respect you, but I, I don't want to go down you. that road. I got you. It's just, I meant that we missed you so much. You and Jerry. Well, I appreciate that. If you want to say, if you want to say you miss me, I love that. And that's great. Okay. But I, I don't want to bag on the people that are doing the games. Okay. All right. I got you. I got you. Don't put, well, I mean, it was like you said, they, I, if they're going to lose this game, it's the first quarter and turnovers. I mean, yes. I think uh, Portland, I think Portland might only have 10 turnovers for the game and the Kings yes. have like 18 or so. And, Darren has like seven himself. Eight. I mean, but he's got eight, eight. Yeah. I mean, and, and the kids still not getting any calls. I mean, you know, going in there and uh, he just for, for having a fantastic night like that, six year of the league, uh, you know, he's got to the line a few more, a few more times tonight, but he's, uh, he, he, what's it going to take for him to get some respect for the referees? Yeah, I'm with you on that. He's in the sixth year from now. So uh, I'm with you on that as well. You know, here's the other thing. Portland has dominated the point tonight, 56 to 38 points in the paint. Fast break points are about the same. But you're right. You know, the 11 turnovers now for Portland, that is, uh, you know, and I keep on hearing about the Kings defense, the Kings defense. Well, the Kings allowed 32 points in the first quarter and 33 points in the third quarter. So that's fine if you're going to preach defense. But go out and then show everyone that you really are going to play defense. You know, you know what, Jeff? It doesn't add up to me. You know, defense, 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 and then the season begins. And the first quarter, you give up 32 points. Come on now. Well, they what they only gave up 19 in the second quarter. Yes, in the second quarter, 19, 33 they, in the third quarter. They dug themselves a hole. Yeah, and then, yeah. So, anyways, yeah. I mean. We all get excited. It just feels like, you know, I can't wait to see this Murray kid play. I wonder how it would have turned out any different. But they sure crashing on Sabonis. I mean, you can tell. I mean, he's frustrated. He's getting double, triple teamed yes. in there. Fox is trying to force the ball in into him. And uh, he's going to have to kick it out or he's going to have to go up with it instead of shuffling his feet, shuffling his feet and, trying to, you know, force something. Well, think about this, Jeff. DeMontis has only taken 10 shots in 33 minutes. So you're 100% correct. I mean, only 13 points. Sabonis needs to be scoring in the 20s. You know, Fox and Herter are carrying the offensive load. They've combined for 56 points, really good three-point shooting. The one blemish on De'Aaron Fox's stat line tonight is eight turnovers. All right, he's had eight turnovers. You can't have – your starting point guard cannot have eight turnovers. What was he for the line? He shot well from the line. I mean, his free throws were good, four or five. He only missed one. Right, right. Yeah, I did notice that. Well, it's encouraging. We'll see what this kid comes back. And I guess, what's the next game against the Lakers? No, it's the Clippers and then the, oh, the and then at the Warriors. Okay, the Clippers. Okay, well, it's going to be interesting. Hopefully this Murray kid gets in there. And uh, I was surprised to see Harrison Barnes is, he was kind of shell of himself tonight. Yeah, you know, and, and that's a very interesting comment. He was uh, rebounding well. He, you know, again, Harrison doesn't do anything, any one thing great, but he does a lot of things well. But, you know, as we speak, nine points. You know, you need more than that from your small forward. You know, again, this was a backcourt game. Here's what's a little alarming to me, okay? You – allow you don't allow you hold Damian Lillard 
to five of 18 from the floor and one of eight from beyond the arc, and you probably lose the game. You know what I'm saying? That to me yeah. is a little disconcerting if I'm looking at it that from Sacramento's yeah. perspective. It's like, wait a yeah. minute, your best player didn't do anything, and I'm talking about Portland, and right. yet you still win the game? You know, that, that to me is a little alarming, and it is over now, and the Blazers do win, and the Kings with a very disappointing opening loss, Jeff. I mean, I don't care how you count this, Jeff. Opening night, full house, a uh, Blazers team that's not supposed to be very good, I keep on hearing about defense, 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 and you give right. up 115 points. And think about this, Jeff. In three of the four quarters, you allowed 30 or more points. Exactly. That's not going to win your games. That Jeff, that's not going to win your games well, in the NBA. Grant, uh, Gra uh, Jeremy Grant and si Simons just took the game over. Yep. Jeremy Grant's a great pickup for them. And Anthony Simons is really good. But uh, picking up Jeremy Grant was really, really good. Hey, Jeff, you know what? I really appreciate you getting the show rolling, buddy. I want to say thank you very much. All right. Thanks for coming on, Grant. All right. Thank you, bud. Appreciate your support. You know that. Okay. Yeah, it's all over. The Blazers win 115-108. to 108, And I keep hearing about the Sacramento defense this, the Sacramento defense that. I don't want to hear about it anymore. Talk is cheap to me. Enough with the talk. All right? You allowed 15 points in the first quarter. You allowed 33 in the third and 31 in the fourth. So I don't want to hear about it, all right? I don't want to hear about it. 115 to 108. Let's get to some more phone calls here on this special show. Dorian, thank you very much for calling. Hey, Graham. I'm just uh, leaving the game, and the energy was really high, but energy doesn't, isn't going to win you games, and we got to beat teams like this. You know, sucks that yep. Kings didn't get to play. Um, but I think one team, one, one thing with this team and for the Kings to have, they they just got to make their free throws, man. I mean, 13 and 19, I mean, you know, that's six extra Terrible. points. You got to have, you got to, you got to get those points, especially in games like this. You know, Terrence Davis had that nasty dunk, you know, cause a technical yep. foul. But, you know, nonetheless, I think you got to make your free throws. Uh, DeMontis, DeMontis got to play better. I mean, one thing with what I observed with him is, you know, when he's good, when he can dominate down low, he can dominate down low. But when, when he's, he's getting stopped, he just can't seem to get a bucket sometimes. So um, good, good, good game, high energy, but you got to, you got to get, you got to be teams like this. Thank you, Grant. Dorian, thank you, bud. Get home safely. Appreciate it very much. Let's get to some more phone calls right here on this post-game edition of Grant Napier's Listen App. Waggus, thank you very much. Hi, Waggus. Well, first of all, thank you for doing this. Um, second of all, you know, at the end of the day, you can't win in the NBA if you don't play defense, right? So at, at, at some point, they're going to have to start playing defense. And, well, that's you know, all I've been hearing about. Yeah. Wait a minute. That's all I've been hearing about. Mike Brown, great defensive coach. They're playing great defense. All I heard about were all the people talking about the four preseason games and how great they played on defense. And I'm like, hey, it's preseason. Let's hold our horses. And then I'm talking about how great their defense is in practice. And I'm reading all of the quotes from the media that it has a different feel. And then opening night comes and you're taking on a team that's not supposed to be very good. And you allow them to score 32 points in the first quarter. So talk to me is cheap. I'm done with the talk. Go out and show me you can do it. Yeah, and, and also if you play defense, um, I feel like you would have a lot less turnovers because, you know, I mean, defense just creates so many more opportunities. So, but again, you know, it's only one game, you know, I got to be fair. And I'm really, uh, you know, I really want to see how the team looks with our Keegan Murray. 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 Yeah, exactly. So, so that's my take on it. But I also, you know, and, and, and you don't, and, and, and you can comment on this at the end, but did you see the New Orleans Pelicans go into New? Yes. Uh, oh my God. Brooklyn kicked their <laughs> ass. I know. So they kicked their ass. I know. It's one game, but one thirty to one hundred eight. 
I know, I know. I mean, and and uh, and Charles Barkley yesterday had New Orleans as like the fourth seed. Okay, and if they're gonna play like wow. that, man, yeah. So, um, so I just wanted to get your, you know, at the end you can, but that's what I wanted to comment yeah. on. I appreciate you. Well, doing this. thank you. I appreciate that, uh, yeah. Waggus. Thank you very much. And in that and, game, go ahead. Oh, I I thought you were done, so I got I put you in the audience. I'm sorry. In that game, Zion Williamson played 30 minutes. And had 25 points and nine rebounds. All right. So there's New Orleans. They go into Brooklyn, and it was like men against boys. All right. Ben Simmons played 23 minutes. It was nice that he could make a game finally. Very nice of him to show up and play. He had three shots. All right. And he missed both of his free throws. Ended up with four. But we're here mostly to talk about Sacramento. And so let's do it right now. And uh, we're going to get to as many calls as we can. And we check in with Ryan in Sacktown. Hey, Ryan. Hey, Grant. What's going on? Hey, buddy. Thanks very much for calling. Yeah, of course. I'm uh, really thankful, like Waggis said, that you're doing this. Uh, the one thing that I come out very encouraged with from this game is hustle. In the uh, first quarter at 345, for three minutes and 45 seconds left, they went on a 16, or excuse me, the second quarter, a 16 to one run. And I thought at that point, they flew around the ball. I understand that we gave up 115 to a very bad team, but the concerning stat for me is the Kings shot 45.9% from the field tonight. And we yep. lost Portland. You're not gonna shoot 45.9% every night. And, you know, that might not even get it done against a good team. I mean, what are your thoughts on their hustle? I, I understand the defense was bad, but they were flying. Okay. Uh, um, uh, you and I are on completely different sides of the solar system on this. Okay. It's opening night. You're at home. You're playing in front of a full house. You're getting paid millions of dollars. And what impresses you is the hustle. See, that doesn't impress me. I expect that every single night, Ryan. And on opening night, I'm not impressed with hustle. I'm not impressed with effort. If you don't hustle and don't have that on opening night, then you know what? Don't even go and spend your money. Don't waste your time watching the games if you don't have hustle. So that doesn't mean anything to me personally. I, I think that is just I expect hustle from my teams. On opening night particularly, you know, it's not like you played last night. I expect everyone busting their ass. So personally, that doesn't mean anything to me. I respect that opinion, but to me, it's been so long since we've seen a Kings team that flies around like that. It, it really has. Let's be honest about it. The offense used to be stagnant. It was stagnant at the beginning of the night tonight. Um, and then, you know, they were making that extra pass. There was one play where a guy was going to take a shot, passes it to, I believe, Sabonis at the top of the key. He passes it right back to him, hits the shot. I mean, it, well, they were they were flying. I, I know. I know that we're going to disagree well, here, on that. Okay. Well, here's the here are the three numbers that jump right out at me from the box score because this is all I've heard about from the the second they signed Mike Brown, 32, 33, and 31. That's how many points they allowed in three of the four quarters. You will not win in the NBA giving up 30 or more points in quarters. And the final is 115. That's not going to win you a lot of games when you allow 115. Not going to win you a lot of games when you score, uh, when the other team scores 115. So to me, that's where it starts right there. Yep, it absolutely is, especially when you're a defensive coach. Um, yep. Jeff asked why De'Aaron isn't getting calls yet. Guys, in his sixth year, there was way too much chirping out there tonight. 
way yes. too much chirping at the refs. And I, I swear I had a flashback to a certain big man that wore number 15. Because it seemed like every whistle, De'Aaron was at the ref. And in fact, one of the cameras, uh, after they scored, caught him. And the way he was yelling at him, I'm thinking, like, how is this not a technical? They, they got to stop that. That's because it takes you off the game. And then t- was it Davis that made the dunk? And then he walks over the guy? What are we doing? I know. Stupidity is what it is. Absolutely stupidity. You know, and you're giving away points in a game like that. Uh, it's absolutely asinine. But, hey, Ryan, I'll tell you, uh, this. Uh, I know it's one of 82, and I'm not going to blow it out of proportion. Yeah. But that is a really disappointing loss. Courtney Kirkland, by the way, Justin Van Doon, and Brandon Adair were the officials working the game tonight. Courtney Kirkland was the crew chief. But um, I'll tell you, that that's a really disappointing start to the season. Ryan, I got a whole bunch of people that want to talk. Yeah. I'm going to get to them. Okay, buddy? All right, bud. Hey, thank you, Ryan. Of course. All right, let's move on. Let's get to uh, Connor right here on a special edition on Listen Up. Hey, Connor. How you doing, Grant? Good, Connor. What's up? Well, obviously, a heartbreaking loss on opening night. Same story every year, it seems. But this was a game you had to have with the schedule that's upcoming for this team. It's not looking good. No, because you got the Clippers and the Warriors the next two games, and then you have, you know, two more home games before you hit the road. I mean, it's an 82-game season. I like to judge this season in five-game intervals. I think I take five games, and I look at how a team does in that five games. I I break this season down into five-game intervals. This is a home loss where you are expected to win. You're taking on a team that most people feel will not be very good. The other team's best player basically does nothing offensively. Five of 18 including one of eight. Now, he did get to the line and make all nine of his free throws. I'm talking about Damian Lillard. But if I had told you before the game that Damian Lillard would be five of 18 and one of eight from three and the Blazers would win, you'd probably go, no way, Grant. But that's exactly what happened. To me, that's very disconcerting if I'm looking at this from Sacramento's perspective. Yeah, Anthony Simons and Jeremy Grant really stepped up when Dame was cold. Yep. But some of the good points I had were – Obviously, the Fox threes was incredible yep. to see him knock him down at a high clip. And then yep. same thing with Kevin Herter. He was just knocking down three after three. He got really hot at the end there. Yeah, Herter's a good player, man. Uh, he is a really good player. I think that's an outstanding pickup for Sacramento. Yeah, and then a weird thing Connor, at the end was yep. Terrence Davis playing in crunch time. What did you think about that? Uh, I was a little surprised by that. I think, you know, the rotations will evolve. As we get through this, I mean, this is all new for Mike Brown. It's the first game. I don't normally read too much into rotations early in the season. I really don't because a lot of coaches are giving, uh, what word am I? I don't want to say rewarding, but for lack of a better term, they're rewarding players that have excelled in practice. So I look at that as part of it as well. Yeah. Thanks for having this show and I'll talk to you. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Connor. We got a lot of people listening right now, and so uh, we're going to get to Eli. Hello, Eli. Welcome to this post game show. How are you? Hey, Grant. I'm all right. How are you? I'm okay, bud. <laughs> yeah. So disappointing loss for sure. I agree on all the commentary on the defense. Um, I was impressed by Herder as well. I got some Peja Stojakovic vibes from that guy. He's good. Good basketball IQ too. He understands the game. Yeah, I was going to ask your opinion on that uh, technical foul that was called at the end for taunting. I thought that was kind of bullshit. What did you think? 
Uh, yeah, at that point in the game, I thought so too. But again, what we see and what we hear could be two different things. So I always like to wait and see if there's a pool reporter that interviews the official because sometimes there are things that happen on a court that we're not aware of because we're not on the court. So I'll just leave it at that. Okay. Yeah. I just, I, my impression was, you know, you can call that on pretty much any, on any dunk, yep. but, but yep. that's, that's a fair point. I just, I thought that kind of might've changed the momentum in, in the end. And that was disappointing to me, but of course the Kings, you know, screwed themselves in the end, like they always do anyway. So, you know, probably doesn't really matter, but. That's yeah, very anyway. disappointing though. Very disappointing, Eli. Yeah. All right. That's all I had, Grant. I'll let you get to the other callers. Hey, thanks, bud. Appreciate it very much. If you want to come on, hit your hand icon, uh, and we will add you. Let's get to Jerry. Hey, Jerry, welcome. Hey, Grant. Hey, so uh, I'm not going to overreact after one game, but one thing I did notice is we were kind of living and dying by the three tonight, and I hope this kind of doesn't become a habit. Um, I mean, over half our shots were from behind the arc. We shot 17 of 44 with 85 total shots. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't see us like really like being that efficient. If we're going to shoot that high of a clip, we're not going to really be shooting 40 percent the entire season from beyond the arc. Um, I know a lot of step back threes. We're not going to be making all those. Uh, wasn't too crazy about the ball movement today. Basically, I mean, you got to set yourself up for better, easier shots defense. I mean, I, I don't know. It's just, it's the same thing. I haven't really noticed anything different. Um, I don't think you're going to get a night like that from Kevin Werder every game. I mean, him and De'Aaron Fox had an outstanding night tonight, but I, I just don't see that, you know, happening every night. You're not going to expect those guys to always come out that way. All right. So, Jerry, have you been auditioning for The Bachelor or something? We have been asking, where the hell have you been on my afternoon show? Everybody's been asking about you and you just disappeared from us, Jerry. What the hell's going on, buddy? Uh, you know what? I've been, uh, you know, since the NFL has been back and now NBA basketball is back, I kind of gave up on women and now I'm just focusing my time on sports now. <laughs> but, uh, you know, obviously, uh, things aren't really starting off too well. I mean, but, but in yeah. all seriousness with, with this Kings team right now, it's, yeah. it, 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 I just don't notice, a, you know, a major difference from last year other than, you know, the three ball going in more tonight, uh, defensively, you know, we're not looking too great right now. I think, I, I do think that when Keegan Murray comes back, I do think we're going to see a little bit better of a Kings team. Yes, um, you will. But, 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 but the fact is, is, you know, over half our shots have been from behind the arc. We're not, yep. I don't want this team to live and die by the three. It's just a, it's just at this rate, you're not going to be always efficient chucking, you know, that much from behind the arc. Jerry, appreciate your call. Don't be a stranger during the afternoons, buddy. We miss you. All right. I'll, I'll make sure to, to, uh, to come back, but, uh, All yeah, right. focusing my time on the NFL and NBA, uh, you know, I don't got no time for women now these days. <laughs> All right, Jerry. Take care, buddy. <laughs> oh, my God. What a classic that is. All right. Um, if you are not a regular in the afternoons, uh, Jerry has had some very interesting experiences on first dates. We'll just leave it at that. All right. Let's get to uh, Brian. Brian, welcome to the show. How are you, Brian? I'm good, Grant. Nice talking to you. Obviously, everyone's commented on the defense, so not going to go there. But and I've been, you know, conditioned to be disappointed, so I'm not surprised by the loss, honestly. It's <laughs> just the way it goes. Uh, yep. As far as the season goes, we've all spoke how important Fox is go needs to play to be successful, and that was a, you know, an outstanding performance overall. Just to see him hit the shot, uh, play with that intensity. So I take that away. It was good to see that version of Fox. Obviously, I don't expect him to hit that 
great at the, of the three, but if he's a threat there, uh, that's certainly a positive. And yep. So bonus, he's our all-star, and he didn't really play that well tonight. So he'll he'll get better. Fox will come back down, and uh, the role players seem out of sync. You know, generally speaking, at times with the flow of the game. Other than uh, Herder, and you're right about Herder. That guy looks like a great pickup. Just obviously, the, you know, pretty much the the stat line says it all. So that was great to see him in in flow. Uh, but. A lot of the other guys seem out of sync with well, the, the movement and so forth. You know, Brian, here's the biggest uh, – well, I, I don't want to overanalyze stuff but based on one game. But your backcourt – I give – again, I know Fox turned the ball over eight times. But the backcourt, I'm going to give him an A together, maybe an A-plus. I can't give a – A-plus is hard for me because of the turnovers by Fox. But we're going to give them a very high grade, your backcourt of Fox and Herter. A very high grade, okay? Definitely. Your 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 other team, best player, perennial all-star, only makes five shots, and this is seven of eight from three, okay? And you and and you lose the game. Yeah. That's alarming to me. I know it's only the first game, but that is alarming to me. Second thing that's alarming to me, or third thing, depending on whether you go I mentioned two things. Sure. Yeah. Giving up giving up thirty or more points in three of the four quarters is alarming to me. Now Keegan Murray is going to make this team better, okay? I also feel that the Blazers really missed Gary Payton a second tonight because he would have been on the ball guarding Fox a lot, and I don't think Fox would have had the type of game that he had if Payton had been on the floor. So even though I would not say Payton's one of their top four or five players, the point is he's going to be a valuable asset for the Blazers because he is going to be able to get on your other team's best point guard and, and neutralize them or make their life a lot more difficult. So, you know, yeah. we got to look at that as well. But but the fact that you talk and preach defense for a month, and that's all we hear about, and you allow 30 or more points in three of the four quarters, that can't happen. Just can't happen, you know? And 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 it, it, I, don't, I don't understand that. I mean, I'm so tired of the talk. I did a rant on this this morning about talk is cheap. I'm so tired of the talk coming out of the Sacramento locker room every year. Screw the talk. Go out and show us, all right? Stop yeah. talking about it. Do it. Yeah, absolutely, 100%. And as you, I've heard you say that for years, the five-game increment's critical, and that put more emphasis on the win of this game because these first five games are tough, and I was looking at it hopefully going two and three with one win against the Trailblazers, and we're already down one. So it is a bigger yep. loss given given the nature of the early part of the season. You don't You do not want to get buried. So it's a tough one. Yep. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. And again, I hate to predict the schedule, but you're probably not going to win at the Warriors. Probably. All right. So that would be two losses. And then your other three games are the Clippers this weekend and Memphis and Miami. Now, Miami lost at home tonight to Chicago without Zach Levine. I was very interested to see that. All right. Let's chime in with uh, Zach. Zach, good to have you on this Kings postgame discussion. Hi, Zach. Hey, what's up, Grant? How you doing? I'm good, buddy. How are you? Not too bad, but uh, could be better after this loss. Uh, pretty tough to, to to swallow again. Just a lot of hype for this team coming into this game. Kings were even favored by like three points, which was insane to me. I, I don't know why that was like that. I don't know if you saw the line beforehand. 
You know, I actually was talking about it with Ryan on my afternoon show. I believe this, the line was two and a half. And I, and again, this is the why I don't bet. I, I told Ryan today, I thought the Kings would win by 10 or more points. I really did. I thought they would come out and take care of Portland. And that's just, to me, Zach, very disappointing. Zach, what are the you, – you studied the game pretty well. I've always appreciated your basketball knowledge. What are two of the three things that stood out from you tonight that concerned you? Uh, well – Sabonis was kind of not non-existent, kind of makes you uh, rethink that Tyrese trade all over again. Uh, you know, you got Tyrese uh, scoring 26 and 7 today with pretty good shooting and Sabonis just 13 points and uh, what was it, like six or seven rebounds, uh, something like that. I wish Sabonis yes. was a little bit better. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not trying to nitpick on Fox. I thought he was actually pretty amazing for the game. Uh, he shot well from the three-point line. But I don't like him having eight turnovers, uh, which is not good. Uh, that's that's not that's that's got to go lower. Another positive, got to give it to Herder. Uh, that guy was making every catch and shoot ball he got. Uh, the big disappointment I think that we need to prove on is the bench. Uh, I think the bench for the most part wasn't wasn't that great. I know Terrence Davis had a decent game, but I mean Lyles was just missing a lot of open shots. Monk was minus 18. Uh, Holmes was, you know, invisible and Davion, man, one for eight, oh for five from three. I wish he could get his three point shot. What is happening with that yep. guy? Uh, boy, I know, man, he's, yeah, he's, he's just got over five, over five from beyond the arc. I know he, he's just got to shoot better. That was the thing coming out of college. Is he, is he gonna, is he gonna shoot well? I mean, and is he gonna play make? I mean, I, he had, you know, he had a few assists, no turnovers, just good, but. He's, they're going to leave him open for those shots, and he's got to start making them. I saw them uh, yep. kind of uh, lean out on him to let him shoot those shots. And, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, hopefully, Murray, we get better shooting. We have better bench production. I, don't, I, don't, I, I mean, I, there's been they've been starting KZ all this time. You think Murray's going to be coming off the bench? I mean, I don't think Murray's going to be coming off the bench the whole season. But no, you think no, he's, gonna he won't. he's the, too good. Yeah, you think he's going to come, come off the, off the bench? Yeah, this weekend, yeah, I do. Yeah. But I, he'll be starting. I mean, he's going to be one of the better players. You make a great point about Sabonis. You know, he only had four rebounds. You can't play 33 minutes as a power forward and only have four rebounds. So he had a bad game. You're absolutely correct. Now, I, I, I don't – I can't talk about the trade. One out of 82 games doesn't have anything to do with the trade. Uh, I did, did, you don't discuss a trade like that for a couple of years. The bottom line is the Kings got a very good player and the Pacers got a good player. You know, Tyrese Hallenburton is a good player. Sabonis is a two-time All-Star, but he did not play well tonight. But again, you know, you have a backcourt of Fox and Herder that dominate the game and you still lose. That that's that's concerning to me if I'm looking at this game. You know, now you got you got the Clippers coming in with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George in a stacked lineup. And listen, uh, you know, you and then you go to Golden State. And again, I'm only saying what if, but right. you know, if the Kings lose their next two games, all of a sudden, you know what's gonna happen? The interest is gonna come out of the balloon in Sacramento. And they're going to go up, oh, same old team. And yeah, I know you have 79 games left after that. But the point is, it's the last thing you want to do if you're Mike Brown and starting the year. This was a game, when you look at the schedule, that yeah. I had circled as a win. And now yeah. that you lose, and the way you lost, to me, is very disconcerting. It, it is. And um, even Damien, Damien had a pretty bad game for himself as yep. well. Uh, even Simon. Terrible. You know, yeah, Simon's was 9 for 22. I mean, it, it wasn't, it, you know, that wasn't that great. Nurkic three for nine. I mean, these are the top three players on the team, and yep. Yep. you know they they didn't shoot well, and we still lose. Uh, given thirty three free throws, I mean, I, I don't know if we can play defense without fouling. Uh, 
I know. I know. That's a very good point. That is, you make a great point with that. I mean, Sabonis fouled out at the end. Uh, they hit 26 of 33. That's a lot of free throws, whereas the Kings only get 19 free throws. That's a great point you just made. Very difficult to win games if you're going to send the other team to the line that many times. Yeah, and um, yeah, I mean, also you make a good point. I mean, if we start 0-3, I mean, yeah, we, we have a couple even tougher games after that. Um, yeah, we, we did have a lot of hype coming into this season. I mean, I mean, not a lot, not like crazy, like, you know, 6th, 8th, 8th seed type stuff. But, you know, we, yeah. we a lot of people put us in the play-in. A lot of people did. And um, to start – Well, you, you know, got 81 games left, buddy, to be talking about the play-in. It's a little bit premature. And the play-in, to me, isn't really what it's all about. It's about making the playoffs, and the play-in's not the playoffs. But we'll see. Zach, you I, have a good evening, man. Good I, just evening from me, more, I just want to say yep. one more thing. I know there's 81 games left in this season. I know there's a lot of time left, but I've been through about like 600 games in the last like 10 seasons. So it's tough to, to keep saying another 81 and stuff like that. Yeah. But ho hopefully good things happen soon. Zach, they won't have the meters on the ramps after the game for the people driving home, right? Those those are turned They're off turned in off. the nighttime, They're right? Turned off all right, today. thank God. All right. You'll be all, all right. right. Thanks, Everyone buddy. All right. all right, good. I'm happy to hear that. Take care, bud. Appreciate it. Yeah, again, the numbers... What we just went over with Zach, you think about that, right? Think about Lillard, 5 of 18 and 1 of 8. Nurkic, 3 of 9. And Simons, I mean, 3 of 10 from beyond the arc. The Blazers go 26 of 33 from the stripe for 78%. Once again, the Kings free throws, 13 of 19, 68 percent and Sabonis missed three of them can't have it can't do it Fox again the one thing that is is the blemish are the turnovers with eight that's that's an issue he played 35 minutes he was a plus one so if you talk about the impact of Fox and again you got to be careful about plus minus from an individual game to game but I'm just doing this for uh illustration Fox played 35 minutes and he was plus one, meaning that when he was on the floor, the Kings outscored the Blazers by one. Meanwhile, Kevin Herter played 29 minutes. And when he was on the floor, the Kings outscored Portland by 16 points. How about that for you? Think about that for a minute. He was plus 16 when he was on the floor. The worst plus minus for the Kings was Malik Monk, minus 18 in 16 minutes. He couldn't put the ball in the uh, ocean, it seemed like, for a while. So, bad loss. I, I don't care if it's opening. I don't. I, I know it's one of 82. This is a bad loss. If you disagree with me, I'd love to hear from you. If you agree with me, I would love to hear from you. This is a bad loss. Let's just call it the way it is. This is a bad loss. You know, you don't have your rookie, Keegan Murray. You can't pick up the slack for the kid. And you hold Damian Lillard to that kind of numbers, 5 of 18 in 37 minutes, and you lose, and you allow 30 or more points in three of the four quarters, enough already. That's a bad loss. No one, you know, you might get to April, and you might miss whatever the hell you want to call it, the play-in or the playoffs by one game. And you can go back and look at opening night and go, gee, you remember opening night when Damian Lillard only shot five of 18 and we missed six free throws, only 13 of 19, 
and Sabonis didn't play well, and you lost that game. I mean, they all add up. All add up. Bad loss. You know, I know it's one of 82. You know, if it was on the road, I'd be going, ah, it's all right, it's on the road. You know, these things happen on the road. These things should not happen on your home floor. They should not happen on your home floor. Plain and simple. Can't have it. All right, the Pistons beat the Magic tonight, 113-109. to 109. The Wizards win at Indiana by seven. The Hawks at home beat the Rockets, 117-107. to 107. How about those New Orleans Pelicans? They go into Brooklyn, and they take care of the Nets with ease, and they put 130 on the board, 130-108. to 108. The Bulls without Zach Levine go into last year's number one, the Miami Heat, and win 116-108. to 108. The Raptors off to a good start. They beat the Cavs 108-105, to 105, the new-look Cavs. The Grizzlies in overtime, in overtime, beat the Knicks 115-112. to 112. Timberwolves 1-0. They beat the Thunder 115-108. It's going to be a rough year for the Spurs. They get blown out at home by the Hornets 129-102. Elsewhere, I think the biggest surprise of the night, the Utah Jazz beat the Denver Nuggets 123-102, and the Suns hold on to beat the Mavs by a deuce 107-105. How about that Jazz game? All right. Jazz. The Jazz are going to be bad. They don't have Gobert, and they don't have Mitchell, and they're not going to be very good. Well, guess what? They beat the Nuggets with no issues at all. They get Colin Sexton off the bench, the guy they picked up in the trade with 20. Uh, former King Rudy Gay was 16 off the bench. Olenek started with Laurie Marketing. Marketing had 17. Mike Conley had 13 points and eight assists. Jordan Clarkson playing in the backcourt alongside had 10, but they got a really good performance from the bench. Nikola Jokic doing what he does, 12 of 17, 27 points. Aaron Gordon had 22, but that's that's a bad loss for the Denver Nuggets. 123 to 102. Think about that for a minute, right? Raise your hand if you had the Jazz beating the Nuggets by over 20 points. That's something else right there. Interesting. Very interesting. All right, if you want to get in on this post-game show, uh, hit your hand icon. We'll do it, uh, and we will talk about what transpired tonight at the Golden One Center. By the way, that score that I was talking about in Brooklyn, 130-108, to 108, uh, Ben Simmons decided that he was going to play tonight, and so he actually was seen in uniform, and he took three shots. He took three shots. And he missed two shots, by the way, uh, from the free throw line. Zion Williamson had 25 and 30 minutes. Brandon Ingram put 28 up on the board. C.J. McCollum, 21. And then, meanwhile, Durant Durant does what he does. You know, he had 32 points. He shot 11-21 floor, two of six downtown. But Kyrie Irving, he had 15 points, played in 34 minutes, but he missed all six of his three balls. All right? Ben Simmons started, played 23 minutes, had – Five rebounds, five assists, four points, two of three. Uh, I Yeah, two of three. Yep, that's right. So, hey, how about that? The Pelicans get the victory. All right, let's get to uh, Don right here on this post-game show. Hey, Don, how are you? This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Stress. We all have it to a degree, big, small, but I think you can agree we all carry around 
different stressors. Most of you know what I've gone through the last four years, complete career change, moving across the country, filing a lawsuit, being in the news often, dealing with all of that, trust me, has not been easy. And if you keep things bottled up, it can really have a negative impact on your life. Therapy is a safe space. You get things off your chest. You can figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills. You can set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. And you know what, folks? It's not just for those who have experienced major trauma. Hey, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's online. It's easy, convenient, flexible, and it's suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. Switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash grant today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash grant. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Don, you got to hit your microphone icon, uh, and we would love to be able to hear what you have to say. It's the if you're on a, a lot of times it's on the bottom of your device or whatever. It's like a little microphone icon. You hit that, Don, and we'll put you on. Don, what I'm going to do is I'm going to put you back in the audience so you can kind of look at everything. Uh, so we can put you right back on once you find that little microphone symbol. Uh, once I put you up on stage, you hit that, uh, and you will be on with me. So raise your hand, and we'll put you on again. So think about that. Think about New Orleans going into Brooklyn, and they score 130 points, 130 to 108. Uh, that, that's very impressive. That is very impressive uh, indeed. Sacramento, meanwhile, not so impressive. That's a bad home loss. I don't care how you cut it. That is a bad home loss, 115 to 108. Let's hope Keegan Murray plays this weekend against the Clippers, who play tomorrow, by the way, uh, against the Lakers. But I was a little surprised. You know, the Grizzlies, without Jaron Jackson Jr. for a couple of months, is going to impact them. They're still going to win games. They're still good. But they're going to miss him. That game went to overtime tonight. And Memphis holds on. They get 34 from Morant and nine assists. Morant, 11 of 24, 34 points. So yeah, he's the real deal. We know that. We know that. And for the Knicks... Uh, they were led by Julius Randle with 24 off the bench. Cam Reddish had 22. But that game went to overtime tonight, and the Grizzlies uh, hold on and win on opening night 115 to 112. Again, the Spurs, they're going to be awful. Uh, the Suns and the Mavs went right down to the wire. The rematch from last year's playoffs where the Mavs just absolutely embarrassed the Suns in that game seven and won the playoffs. And that, that Suns team tonight, very interesting. Again, 107 to 105. They outscore the Mavs 31 to 24 in the final quarter. Luca does what Luca does, 35 points, although he was terrible from three. He was just two of 10. Again, 35 points and nine rebounds. Meanwhile, for Phoenix, Devin Booker gets 28. Aiton with his big deal, 18 points, 10 rebounds. And they 
go and get the opening night win. You know, Chris Paul didn't shoot the ball much. One of six from the field, 0-2, nine assists. But uh, again, Booker does what he does, carries the load. And they didn't shoot the ball well from three. I'm talking about Phoenix, uh, eight of 22. They didn't shoot the ball well from two at 40%, but they hold on. And they, or excuse me, they did shoot pretty well. I take that back. I misread that. They shot 47%. Uh, from the floor. So that's pretty good. They win. They beat the Mavs uh, 107 to 105. I really hope that you are enjoying this uh, Kings post game. Wish we had better news, but it is what it is. If you want to come on and uh, talk to me about the game, I would love to hear from you. One thing about these post game shows that I will do, I'm going to try to do some on my YouTube live. Uh, I'm going to try to have a watch party on No Filter Network. And what that is, for those of you that haven't been on No Filter, you actually will be able to come on the screen with me and we can have a massive round table. So we can have six, seven, eight, nine people kind of all sitting around and we can all be chiming in talking about the game that we just watched. So I think that might be fun. We'll try that on No Filter Network. Uh, I'm also going to do a couple of these post-game shows on my YouTube live channel, which I think will be interesting as well. But I really want to hear from you after these games. I'm not going to do it every night due to my schedule. But I will be doing it periodically. And I listen, we got a great audience tonight. If I have a good audience, then I'm happy to do it. And I think it's great. I think a lot of people want to talk after the games. And tonight we do have a lot to talk about. But I want to hear from you. So, again, if you want to come on the program, and if, you're, if you haven't been on with me before, don't be bashful. It's very easy. It's just you and me and, you know, people listening. It's no big deal. You raise your hand, the palm of your hand, you hit that icon. And then when I put you up on stage with me, you hit that microphone icon, and then you and I will be able to talk. It's just like having a phone call. That's the way you should look at it, all right? So, again, the final, 115-108, to 108, the Blazers prevail, and the Kings, again, the big issue that I have with the game tonight was the defense, allowing 30 or more points, 30 or more points in three of the four quarters. And that's all I heard about. Defense this, defense that. 32 in the first, 33 in the third, and 31 in the fourth. Guess what? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you're not winning in the NBA allowing 30 or more points in three or four quarters. Kings play without Keegan Murray. I would expect him to be back this weekend against the Clippers, and I think that's going to give this team a nice boost. But Clippers have their first game tomorrow when they take on uh, the L.A. Lakers, and then you're at Golden State. Then you got Memphis and Miami coming in your first five games, and I was counting on this as a win, uh, and the win – quite frankly, uh, not there tonight. And Jeremy Grant, he converted a three-point play with 50 seconds left. That was a big play in the game to spoil Mike Brown's debut. But think about that. Think about the impact that Jeremy Grant had. That was a big, big pickup. He had 23 points. Simons had 22, okay? And by the way, this was the first game back after his abdominal injury that he had since January. So we got to factor in that as well. But uh, the last lead the Kings had, I think it was, what, 106-104 when D Davis uh, scored, but then he got a technical after the dunk. Lillard made the free throw, so you took a point off the board right there for all in, or you add a point, either way you have you do it. But, um, you know, and again, the Kings were down 14 in the second quarter. That was the, They were playing horrible offensive basketball in that quarter. Then they went on a 16-1 run. And what was the score? It was a 55 to 51 at halftime. And then, you know, you, things look good in the third. You're up by 10. And then, boom. You know, what happened? What happened? And by the way, what the hell is 
you know, Barry Bonds ringing the cowbell to open up the game. You know, it's it's fine to have, you know, Ron Artest and Brad Miller there, but Barry Bonds, get the hell out. Get rid of Barry Bonds. That was Barry Bonds, you know, doing at the game. Seriously. You know, I keep on hearing about Barry Bonds this, Barry Bonds that. Go away, would you please? Go away. You know, it's fine to have, you know, Ron there and Brad Miller, all right? But what the hell is Barry Bonds ringing the bell for? Go away. Go away, would you please? Seriously. All right, so here's my schedule. Tomorrow, we'll be right back here on Listen App at 4 o'clock. We'll continue our talk about what happened tonight. Friday, if you're a football fan, I've got a great show on YouTube Live with Sean Salisbury. Sean and I will come on at 3 o'clock Pacific. That is on Friday on my YouTube Live channel, if you don't like that with Grant Napier. And then we'll wrap up the week on Friday on Listen App again at 4 o'clock. All right? And then we'll see. You know, I might come on again after the Clippers game. Probably will. Why don't we come on and do a post-game show uh, after the Clippers game on Listen App? And then maybe after the Warriors game, because we also have a lot of Warrior fans in the audience, maybe maybe I'll do a YouTube Live. We'll see. Just depends on my schedule. I've got a couple of travel dates coming up that I've got to look at. So it's uh, I'll, I'll try to do my best to accommodate everyone. Again, I really appreciate everybody's support. We had a great audience tonight talking about this loss. So uh, before I wrap it up, again, if you want to come on, hit the hand icon. And uh, we will put you on, and I will be able to discuss. And, you know, what's also nice, when you come on, it gives everybody else a chance to get a different perspective. Maybe you have a different opinion than I do. And so that's good for everybody else listening as well. But for those of you that did take time to call tonight, I really appreciate it. We had some really good comments. And I will be on tomorrow again at 4 o'clock Pacific right here on Listen Up. Make it a good evening, everybody. Kings lose opening night. They lose to the Blazers. They got the Clippers coming on next. So not the way you won the start if you Mike Brown, giving up 30 or more in three of the four quarters, missing free throws, 13 of 19, and it all adds up to a big fat L for the Sacramento Kings, disappointing 17,000-plus exiting from the Golden One Center tonight. Make it a good evening. Stay safe. Talk to you tomorrow at 4 o'clock right here on Listen Up. So long, everybody. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChumpaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.